Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Xbox the Box and Xbox Podcast. We're on episode forty. Oh my god, that is a lot of number. That is a big number. Uh, my name is Potato Chief, aka Potato Pro Wrestling, and I'm with my good friend Alice. How hey. you doing, Alice? Forty winks and hoping we get enough sleep. <laughs> yeah, forty is a big number. We're ten away from the big five zero. And we have no plans whatsoever for the big five zero. We're gonna try and come up with something. What we're gonna do for fifty? Yeah. Uh, I was thinking we could do a podcast where we'll play Minecraft, for instance, or Halo. Just have some gameplay in the background. But yeah, there's a quite huge thing. But it doesn't have to be like an hour long. It's just like thirty minutes, just to give us a breath. But anyway, we're catching up. So slowly catching up to in PS we trust guys in terms of like. Uh, yep. episode count as well as subscriber count because we are now getting really close to 70 so if you're going to yeah. like uh, 120 subscribers then that would be great yeah I was, I was, yeah so we're really close to 69 which would be really nice, nice. okay 69 <laughs> <laughs> also we like we really, don't know um, sorry my screen seems to be going a bit slow but uh, what I was going to say now Oh yeah, if you're new here, thank you very much for subscribing because we've had a lot of a lot of new subscribers the last two or three weeks, and we really appreciate it. And it means a lot. So thank you if you're new. Um, yeah. But thank you very much for, for subscribing if you're new. And if you're if you've been here since the beginning, also thank you very much. That means a lot. Uh we're still a small channel and we're trying to grow, and we've grown quite quickly over the last few weeks, which I really appreciate. Uh you like you guys seem to like short form content. We've done a lot of short form content, and that seems to be doing us quite well. Yes, so and a moment. It. The Metroid Prime video is just got over like one hundred views. Uh, so therefore, I think it's working, and then we could suggest on how we deliver the content uh, on on today. So who knows? But anyway, um, yeah. now with Lewis back, we now. Now we're just going to have to, like, get on the rest of the episode. And last one thing, if Potato gets enough money, you can get a new laptop so you wouldn't have to deal with those uh, webcam and microphone issues. He's skint. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I'll manage a way to mess everything up with the money, but there you go. Also, I've got my brand new Lincoln Park shirt. For twenty years, this is twentieth anniversary of Hybrid Theory, but it's twentieth anniversary of Meteora, which we're going to be doing a special outside the box episode, which is going to be all about Lincoln Park, which is random, but hey, that's the whole point of outside the box. It's our off-topic, completely out of not non-Xbox podcast that we well short. It's not, it's not a podcast, it's not an hour long. It's about twenty minutes. Uh, so if you want to hear us talk about our love of Lincoln Park and our history of Lincoln Park, then that will be a podcast. Slash video that goes up in the next week or so. So hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. Yes. So yeah, sorry, I just got off a bit topic. So as per usual, we start the podcast off with what we have been playing. So Alice, what have you been playing? Uh, just about less than an hour of Scarlet and Violet, and that's where mm-hmm. I only came in to get a Greninja. I almost missed it because there's a terror raid where you get a poisoned terror type Grand Ninja. Ooh. I had a few attempts and I thought I was going to miss out because the boss battle is annoying, but I managed to get that and now I got it. But you didn't I know about that, that beforehand, right? Because I thought you were well hurst in those things. 
Yeah, usually I, I go for, I go through phases with Pokemon. I'll basically when the game comes out, I'll completely get everything in it, completely hundred percent it. But I didn't know about all the, this extra terror aid that was going on. I should have gone and got the Greninja, but there you go. My fault. I, I I've been too concentrated on uh, Metroid Prime, which we'll talk more about in a minute, probably. But yeah, but it's just, like um. But it kind of tells yeah. that um we're not really that interested into um. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet anymore, so therefore yeah, we're pretty much not particularly too keen about it. So, but once the DLC what? comes what? over, which it's been no. leaked, and we're just going to have like more uh, Pokemon mm. over, so therefore, um, I mean, uh, it's up to how you go for those leaks. But if you're able I to, like, those, yeah, because on February the twenty seventh, there's supposed to be a Pokemon Direct coming up. So we may actually learn more details about it if they ever announcement. But as well as the leaks is concerned, yeah. it's rumored to be the only expansion pack to the game and could arrive later this year. Or it could well be in two DLC parts uh, throughout the year. So I know this is an Xbox so. podcast, but but yeah. Anyway, so you've also, been playing. Also with, the- sorry. I was going to say also that there's a rumor that they might be bringing the, the original Pokemon games to uh, to NSO to Nintendo mm. Switch Online. That's been rumored as well because of because uh, they they had a foot they had footage of Pokemon Stadium and they said no Game Boy connect there'll be no connection to the Game Boy games and then they've re-released that footage without that line at the bottom so people are thinking ooh maybe there's a connection to the Game Boy games so that would be cool. Uh, so if you're a Pokemon fan, there will still be stuff to play. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing Metroid Prime. I'm obsessed with it. I want to finish it. I'm determined to finish it before Atomic Heart comes out because it's supposed to be quite a similar type of game. Um, I've got further in it than I've ever had before. It proves how much of a, uh, of a noob I was as a child. When I played this as a teenager, I, I, like, I basically I've gone back, I'm playing it now and I'm like, oh, I thought this bit was like... 20 hours in like i must have played it for like hours and hours and hours and not got any any progress when i was a teenager and now i'm like oh i've got i've i'm waiting i'm like i've i've, I've passed where i was in, my, in the game by like i'm like a mile now i'm really far into it i've got like um i don't want to spoil anything but obviously if you play metroid games you know what the stuff are i've got some like i can i can go into water now and stuff like that that's as far as i'm as i'm getting quite close to the end i think um it's so rad but it's such a good game metro prime we gave it our first ever xbox the box 10 out of 10 or at least we would have if we if mm. we reviewed xbox games <laughs> uh, nintendo games on xbox uh because we, we said that like um because with our re- review scale we only we, we each review a game from one to ten with no like fractions so it's like pure numbers and then between us Whatever the we have the average number, so to get a ten out of ten from us, you have to we both have to agree it's a ten out of ten. So it makes it very rare. But the fact that would have been our first ten out of ten if it was a, if it was an Xbox game. Ironically, it's not. So we're still waiting for that first cherished ten out of ten. Will it be Starfield? Will it be Redfall? Probably not. But it'd be interesting to see uh, if we ever do give a ten out of ten for an Xbox game. I'm looking forward to that that day. That day will be great. And yeah, I made a short about uh, Metro Prime. We did a review, a short review, yeah. which is like 30 seconds. So if you want to see what my thoughts on Metro Prime is, we can do that. And also we have an off top, off <coughs> outside the box, off topic discussion about Metro Prime, where we talk about it for 20 minutes. 
So I won't talk about Metro Prime anymore unless you want to. Uh, I, I, I'm done with my part talking about Metro Prime. Do you want to talk about Metro Prime for a bit? <laughs> yes, I, I've actually like uh, played a bit of it. So I haven't played this much until I get to those underwater yeah. levels. But I have completed the game yeah. before. I just only got as far as the Macdoor yeah. Cavens, which is a lava section, and I just explored a bit. So yeah, but I certainly really enjoyed it. I think it's better if you play it on the biggest screen, which I'm used to. But then it's just like, oh, you can play yeah, it on a handheld. But I would probably get a Hori split pad if I ever wanted to. But speaking of which, Ooh. I know that a couple of the videos have pointed out, like, during the outside of the box, we were talking about there's a lack of options in, in the game. And then someone pointed out, it's like, yeah. oh, there's actually sensitivity options. So then, and that's yeah. bef and before that. I found out that when I pr pr press the pause menu, I discovered there's like different controller schemes and there's sensitivity options. Like, oh, it's actually in the pause menu and not in the main menu. And that's when we got Wong. But then again, we just yeah. only like played it as we experienced it. So we don't really claim to be experts and just offering our subjective yeah. opinion. So just make yeah. sure you point out whenever we get Wong and as long as you're like uh, polite about it, then we can like deal yeah. with it in a more uh, sensible way. Because I think that the yeah. best thing is it's not to go at each other's necks or judge us, but rather to be make us understand whenever we go wrong and those type of things, and then we will deal with it. Yeah, I mean we're we're not going to get everything right when it comes to reviews. So obviously, we as you said, we didn't. We didn't know there were sensitivity options in Metroid, so we apologise. But it's it's we're, this is a hobby for us. We both do other things in our spare time. I also, you know, I've got a full time job. I run a second. I run another YouTube channel, which is Fate of Wrestling. This is like the thing I do for fun. Uh, so obviously, I'm not maybe not as formed as people who do this as a full time job. But we try and give out the, be the best information we can, and we try and make it as formative and as entertaining as we can do we, we try to entertain and uh, make, inform which is important uh metro prime amazing game if you haven't played it highly recommend it 20 years old and still the best looking game on the switch this reminds me of the youtube thing like when i posted the video quality sorry the the post of the video to my own games channel and yeah. talked about the mod for sonic mania that has a different music in the background because so I'm going to main you on PC. You can already like get mods for it. So I just there's some music mods for it, and one of them is like the no. Puro Puro level, which is like, um, yeah, it's just like I got a um, how do I put it? It's it's the main main uh, machine. You need machine is Puro Puro, yeah, yeah, yeah. Puro so Puro, yeah. so we just got that music over. And then I was like playing for the game and just like managed to beat the boss. And then someone pointed out, it's just like, oh, this is bad. You're about to lose. And then if you, because of the comment that's left on it, people will be like more compelled to strike uh, heckle at me before sucking in the game. And then like yeah. say, and then they just give the video more dislikes because of how I played the game. But I'm just only demonstrating this yeah. mod. <laughs> No, I just don't want to be uh, mean to anybody, but but I think it's just, you can easily tell that people are more likely to be negative than the positive. 
So yeah, it's really I mean, hard for us. Like we shouldn't be overreacting to them, but it's just something we have to put up with. Did you agree? I mean, I've had yeah, I mean, I've had negative let's when I've done let's plays in the past, I've had negative responses about seeing all your rubbish at this game. So well, I'm talking and having fun and playing this at the same time. So you know. It's it's hard to do let's plays, but uh, I enjoy doing let's plays. I haven't done them in a long time though, but it was something I used to do a lot of. So, uh, first well, I try not to let did... the comments get me get me. To be honest, I try just to ignore them usually. Yeah, personally. I agree. Uh, but you can actually do them on Twitch. It's just that you haven't got yeah. around to doing that because you tried it and it didn't work out for you. What do you think? Not a fan of doing Twitch, to be honest. I prefer to do let's plays. Uh, I like I like doing let's plays the old fashioned way, where you like record ten minutes and then uh, that's it. But that's no longer a thing. The people don't like that anymore. People like to watch everything live, which I'm not super into live streams. I don't know. I, I prefer the cut down edited, more fun. Let's uh, you know, I like Game Grumps kind of style, but he's not really. People are not a fan of that anymore. That people have everything live. So yeah, yeah probably not going to do that- anything like that. Uh, that reminds things. me. Um, sorry, um, you said that about Game Grumps. Like, if we do Let's Plays in it, like, it's easier if it's like ten years ago because ten years ago yeah. I was doing Let's Plays on my own, never took off the ground. But if it's just like you yeah, and me, and if we had a technology and an audience, then we can really pull this off. But now it's just like everyone's looking into discussion feeds instead of like gameplay feeds. And this has been debated yeah, exactly. by even publishers, and it sucks. So now, if you want yeah. to do this sort of thing, you have to go to Twitch. It's just for that reason that, uh, like, I got a Twitch channel and I enjoy streaming to it, but it's just that I'm in, I was in an environment where my parents were around and they could have easily interrupted me. So, exactly. Uh, so therefore, Are it's just buying- like... Um, because I'm in the flat, I just got everything I need to do streaming on Twitch. It's just I need to make sure yeah. that um, I got fast enough internet to do so. Because I used to stream Minecraft on my flat, but it's all blurred out because the upload speed is one megabit and it's too slow. Yeah. I, I mean, I have the same issue with my internet problems, so, you know. And I don't really want to spend a load of money on getting all these new equipment to do it. So, you know. Mm. Maybe one day. I'm not. I'm not super into live streaming personally. I prefer just to do like I'd rather do let's plays. But you know, I like, but, you know. Uh, if I was to do Twitch and I do gameplay streams, then would you be interested yeah. if I were to invite you to my stream so you can like play the game sure. probably through my channel? Sure, we could do that. Yeah, if you want, I was thinking when we when Red Four comes out, so we could do something like that. I was thinking like we could all like Minecraft uh, Legends do like a like a, a face off on the channel, something like that. I thought we could try to do some let's plays or some live streams. That'd be fun to do, but obviously we need to work on that. Yeah, uh, because yeah, I think we used to do like let's plays. You used to do let's plays with other people in like ten years ago. Or oh like yeah. But then, if we were yep. to make a return to that with Xbox Box, like it could be just only one-off specials. We're not going to do serious series like that. But when we do that, yeah. it's just like, yeah, it's just something that is like brings it up and just gave a little bit of nostalgia, you know? Yeah, I like I like doing let's plays. Maybe we'll do one. I don't know. Uh, it's a bit random. Got off topic a little bit. So uh, let's try yeah. to. 
So, yeah, Halo Infinite, I've also been playing that as well, and I think you have as well. Uh, there's a 10-tier battle pass, and the community playlist has been added. That was kind of almost shadow-dropped. Like, they kind of just brought in the community playlist out of the blue. Uh, yes. It's been fun. I've got all. I've done all 10 tiers of the battle pass, so now I'm just going back to Metroid. But I enjoyed it for, like, the few hours I played it the other day. So, uh, yeah. Well, like, are you playing, still playing Halo Infinite, or you you stopped again? I... Did return, but I'm not playing it. The only weekly challenge reward is like you get a shotgun, and it's like, should I play more matches of it? But probably nah. So I just not decided not to. But there's a price reduction for the cherry blossom arm effect, and I was like, I don't know, should I get it or not? Because I haven't got enough credits for it. And then I noticed like, oh, it's actually one of my favorites. And I was like, uh, forget it. I'll just like. Get get to get the credits for seven pounds nineteen because of a game pass reduction. I just like got it, so now it's in my possession. So it's like good, but I think I'm just getting really spoiled yeah. because I spent so much on the game when I shouldn't. But but as long as like Halo Infinite, it's like looks as if it's receiving more content. So it's not like it's yeah. not going to be that much of an issue. No, I I, I still enjoy Halo Infinite for what I play it, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to season three when that eventually comes out. I'll probably play quite a lot of it when season three comes out. But it's coming out this, yeah, just uh, next month, so I hope yeah. they deliver it. Otherwise, if they delay it, me too. I would be really upset. But me too. But then again, I'm used to upsets when they keep delaying things. There, so it's disappointing because you know. I like st- I still get into arguments with people online about Xbox. They're saying like, "Oh, Xbox don't release good games. All their games are terrible quality." And I go, "Yeah, they do. They release great loads of great games." Then people go, well, "What about Halo Infinite?" So Halo Infinite is a great game. They just didn't support it very well, which is really annoying. Because if they supported it well, people would be, I, I you know, it's 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 annoying. It's like I still feel like I've got to defend Xbox with some of their stupid decisions. So. Hopefully they fix it season three, and hopefully we get some good games this year, and then we don't have to keep going. To, we don't have to keep talking to people about oh, Xbox has no games, which is really annoying. Anyway, <laughs> kind of talking about that. Speaking of anyway, which, sorry, there's a yeah. promotion going on, and we did not mention it earlier, so I'm sorry about that. I don't know how long it's supposed no. to last, but I hope it doesn't last for a month. But Oreo's been doing a promotion, which we are not paid for by them. There's a promotion where you can win oh, prizes. And that's like you go to the website, enter your barcode, you win prizes. But part of this whole yeah. experience is that what you experience first is that in those Oreo packets, you'll get cookies which are shaped like I think it was like um bees or something like that. I'll just uh, demonstrate it to you. Uh uh I uh, the Xbox logo. I thought that was our different promotion. Yes. Uh, it's Xbox buttons and stuff like that. But anyway, I haven't set it up, so you may have missed some of what you were saying. So sorry about that. I only yeah, just put out this new focus into people's faces. I was not going to bring it up uh, and just leave it as a surprise for anybody. But then, uh, never mind. But at least I have <laughs> the means this episode to sign it Um Lewis, whenever he goes on the ramble again. <laughs> Me going on a ramble? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, anyway, so there's 
Um, I have the X here, and then there's like uh, the mark. So X marks the box. So you can see it there, but you're probably using your phone to like try to get this different combination, don't you think? But anyway, yeah, as you I, can see here, it's like B. So that's what I, I got. I think it might be only. I think this might only be in Europe and the UK. I'm not 100 percent sure because mm. I think this wasn't in America. So I think I remember hearing Major Nelson talk about it and said he couldn't get the cookies because they weren't available in America, as far as oh. unless they've done it recently. Yeah, I think they made Planet for America because with those America. cookies there, if you put them <laughs> to the web camera, that if you put it in the right yeah. combination, because it works like Mastermind, the board game. Where you get the different yeah. coloured pegs to make sure it matches the code. And the websites say that it allows you to put the cookies in the right order. And once you get in the right orders, because it tells you which positions you get the cookies at, uh, okay. once, you, once you get it right, you'll be granted uh, one of the in game content. So you get like um, the Halo new coating skin, which is a blue, and the Oreo filling. So it's like, yeah, it's cool. Ooh. Once I combine it with the orange visor, which I should have on the screen when I'm editing, it kind of looks like a Tide Pod. Tide Pods! Yeah. <laughs> Forza tide 5, Forza 5 is, uh, has this blue and Oreo filling type of thing. And there's also the in-game content for the Sea of Thieves, which I haven't actually explored, so... But you definitely get one of these, which works in the same way as you get the OPI nail polishes. And I still think it's a nice promotion. It's just a bit of a thing where you order those, send it over to me. And it took me a while to sort it out because I ordered it online and I have the problem with it trying to get the receipt to work with it. But Oreos, um, yeah, basically, I try to do it with my phone. And it didn't recognize the cookies because you had to make sure it just goes into the whole frame. And so I tried it on the computer using my webcam, which is better. But then you really make sure the rim of those cookies, which I, if I were to show it here, like you just have to make sure that you just hit on this switch around the uh, frame. And when you scan it, it registers it. So it's a bit cheesy. However, there's a thing where, uh, I don't want to mention where you can exactly get it from, but people have been uploading images of those cookies. So you can use them to scan them with your phone and you can get easy content. So you don't have to buy the cookies for that. But if you want to win prizes, yeah, you buy the Oreo cookies for the barcodes. Yeah. I mean, that's always a thing with, like, with AR games and stuff. Like if you like, like there's like games you can play AR, AR games. It's like you just get a picture up on your phone. You can get the picture come out. Like, 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 like you can always do that. That's a thing that people do. I think that's funny. Uh, but yeah, as I said, I think it's not America, available in America. If it is, let us know in the comments below. But I'm pretty sure it's not available in America. So we, maybe do the photo thing is a good idea and do that. Uh, so yeah, uh, fun. I, I like I like this extra content. I, Xbox needs to do more of this kind of stuff. I always find this fascinating when they do these like these weird crossovers. Um, yeah, Team Xbox. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we move on to the news? Yes. The news. 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 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. News. Uh, uh, hang a minute. Sorry, viewers, but the news. Ooh. Ding. The news. <laughs> Oreo. Oreo news. Yes. <laughs> so. Well, it's not Oreo um, news. It's Xbox news. Yeah, you see, Xbox news. X- Sorry, uh, I think we're do- doing some bad placement, and Oreo wants us to try the monetization yeah. for them. But oh, well, whatever. It's just let's like, move on. But first of all, sir. So where do you want to start with the news? We've got a lot of news stories to cover today, so let me just check. Let's start one, with two, the downer. Well, nine news stories. Nine. Yeah. But before a we get on, dessert, which is kind well, of it's actually thing, eight. Yeah. Yes, eight. But I like yeah. to mention that. Um, well, at the moment we're gonna be hosting a two-minute silence where I spoke with Lewis and talk about it, but it, it will happen in the end of the video. So what happened is Brianna Gray, or Gay, I cannot pronounce her surname, she was tragically, tragically murdered and stabbed, and I don't know the exact news, but she she was involved in death, and and it's a huge tragedy. So in the moment, everyone is like hosting vigils to light candles in honour of her life, so... So we're now just trying to offer our tribute to her. So it'll be like about two minutes silence. So just to show our solidarity in support of her. Exactly. Uh, yeah, because we didn't want to derail the podcast completely. So we, we uh, this is tragic news and we feel, you know, send out our condolences to the family. But we will be having a two minute silence at the end of the episode when the episode finishes uh, or towards the end of the episode. Uh, so stay tuned for that, and uh, you, you know, um, the sad news uh, is it Brianna Brianna Gray? Uh, I think that, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how to pronounce the surname either. But yeah, it's just uh, sad, sad, and it's like you know, I don't understand like what the world the the world could be cruel, a horrible place. Sometimes it just sucks. The it's not very nice. Cruel, not a nice story. Yeah, yeah, the world the world is already cruel, so. It's, yeah. it's sad that these things keep happening, but but then all we could do is just like respect her and not be such dicks about it. So just like uh, like try to give her the best respects, really. For sure. But I know it might be butted in with this whole politics thing, but sometimes it's important to like make sure we do care, uh, especially when. Yeah. Tragic things happening that even affects uh, groups of people who also own Xboxes as well. So, just a just thinking that out for everyone. Should we try and do something a bit? So, was it a bit lighter news? Shall we move yes. on to the Halo Infinite has been leaked and it turns into one of the massive data drops of all. So apparently, I found out that Microsoft is not happy when uh, some. I don't know, the leakers have released the data breach and it revealed so much about Halo Infinite. I'm not going to go into details, uh, but I can say that it mentions about uh, Season 4 and there's some other details with it too. But I'm not going to go into it too much because otherwise uh, Microsoft would probably like go after us. But the point is... Um, yeah, so Microsoft <laughs> is pursuing the leakers uh, because of this massive data leak, but it reveals of what's in store for the future. 
and Ooh. we could be receiving a lot more maps. So, so therefore, Head of Infinite could run for an extra year. So, this is at least it's good. Just a just a reminder that season for free is not, definitely not the final season. So, it's something to look no. forward to in the future. For sure. Uh, I mean, that's good news. I'm hoping. I mean, we last week's episode we talked all about how live service games are, sh- are shutting down left, right, and centre. So, like Avengers, count, uh, was it uh, Crossfire X, uh, Apex Online, and stuff. So, or, or mobile. So, it's good news to hear X- Xbox is still going to be supporting Halo for at least another season, which is good. Uh, I'm excited for that. So, fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. So. Nintendo Direct was our next topic. Uh the Nintendo Direct was fantastic. Uh, I know we're like um we're not a Nintendo channel, so we're gonna try and make it a bit brief, but obviously Tears of the Kingdom, I have my Tears of the Kingdom theory up on the channel, which is about 30 seconds as well. I and won't spoil it. It's got over a thousand uh views, so at least yeah. we are uh attracting a second audience in, which is good. But I know this is like Xbox podcast, so it's I know we it's will. a bit weird, but at least it brings everyone to the yard and making milkshakes. I was about to say, like, my milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I was going to say, Tears of the Kingdom. I know it's a, a Nintendo game, but we will probably cover it when it comes out. We'll probably do an outside-the-box episode when it comes out, a review, I would imagine, because Tears of, uh, Breath of the Wild is one of my favourite games of all time. And uh, it's it's like I was thinking about it the other day. It's like Tears of the Kingdom looks like a more dark version of Breath of the Wild, and Elden Ring was a more dark version of Breath of the Wild. So is it going to be very similar to Elden Ring? <laughs> they're kind of like they're both doing the same thing. <laughs> Breath of the Wild, but dark and edgy. I'm very excited for it. I got my as I said, I got my conspiracy theory tinfoil hat. My crazy theory that's on the YouTube channel, which I won't tell anyone. I mean, have you seen it? I don't know if you watched it at the end. Uh, I've seen it. It's only like 30 seconds, and I thought, eh, it's good. Yeah. But then I was thinking, like, Tears of the Kingdom. Do you think I'm right? Yeah, so when I look around and I realise, oh, Nintendo definitely says Tears of the Kingdom is a white pronunciation. So I was wrong. Yeah. And when I watched your theory, it just seems to make sense. But recently, as pointed out by Jürgen, that uh, <laughs> that there are some eye symbols uh, around, and it could suggest there's a part of the story, and it could be related to Sheik from the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. So, Ooh, so therefore, yeah. we could learn more about the mystery behind the eye symbols. But who knows? Oh my god, I can't wait! I, I can't this, wait for that game. Oh. But if, if, if it's like. I know it's like uh, saying, because I know people don't really want to learn too much about Tears of the Kingdom, but then most of the people listening could be Xbox players, so they probably don't mind just as long as they don't want to be spoiled about Xbox, but then they could be interested in Tears of the Kingdom too, so... I'm excited for Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, it's your number one draft pick in the fantasy draft, which is like, yep. I wanted that game so much. <laughs> so annoyed. Uh, I had to pick Starfield, though. I had to back the home team. Um, but yeah, Starfield, Tears of the Kingdom, if they both come out this year, I'm having an amazing year. Like, those, both those games look insanely good, and I can't wait for either of them. Uh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, the Nintendo Direct, I mean, our top... 
our topic of the show, we are going to go into detail about Shadow Drops, but I'm going to briefly mention it here. Metro Prime came out, remastered, dropped Shadow Drops out of nowhere. They Shadow Dropped Octopath Traveler demo and a couple of other demos for games, and they Shadow Dropped all their Game Boy games and Game Boy Advance games on the Nintendo Switch Online. It's like, blooming heck. That's a lot to play. <laughs> uh, just make sure we mention it later on because we got a whole topic about it. Okay. Yeah, I said just briefly. As I said, just briefly that. What else was there? There was Pikmin Four. Looks cool. I'm not sure if I'm going to get it. I'm not super into Pikmin. Are you into Pikmin? Because I'm not super into Pikmin. I've never really played them. Looks fun though. Um, it reminds me of Minecraft Legends actually, because Minecraft mm-hmm. Legends is like a third person. RTS type game, where it's, and that's kind of what Pikmin is as well. Pikmin is thought of. You have to control your Pikmin and uh, yeah, and throw them at people. Uh, the Xenoblade DLC had like, apparently massive spoilers in it, which is hilarious. Why would you put spoilers in your dress? <laughs> Don't understand. <laughs> uh, Fire Emblem's got DLC, which I'm super into. Fire Emblem, I need to go back and play that. I stopped playing that as soon as High Fire Rush came out. I need to go back and play it. Um, yeah. I think that's it. Reading for the director, was there anything else interesting you wanted to... Um, I can't think of anything else. Uh, there's um, the Tomb DLC, which is probably the worst DLC in the history of video games. They've released DLC that's just the hub area. You can play... the. You can download the original hub area from Splatoon 1, but it, play, it works exactly the same as the hub area from Splatoon 2, or 3 even, and it has the same shops and the same everything. So it's like... You're paying money for a reskin of the home of the hub world. How's that DLC? I don't understand. Uh, well, That's you just so have to be careful weak. because you're going to end up having a rap, another rap video about it. Oh yeah, I know. Like, yeah, for people who don't know, it's like an inside joke. It's like um, I do use, I do reactions on my YouTube channel, which is not potato pro wrestling, but it used to be a mix of gaming and wrestling. I reacted to Splatoon two. And I got a lot of dislikes because I was critical of it. And then I did a diss track on the people who were slagging me off. From my- <laughs> it was so- and then I actually liked Splatoon 2 in the end. So it was like went full circle. But yeah, um, weird, weird DLC. And there was another thing. Oh, Mario Kart. Mario Kart DLC looks fantastic. I got a theory that we might get movie tie-in DLC. And the Rainbow Road from the movie might be the deal. You might get that for like Wave Freight or something. Yeah, that's that a good theory, it. actually. Yeah, that's a good prediction. Game theory. Yeah. <laughs> that's just a theory. A game theory. Okay, Matt. Thanks Pat. For <laughs> so. Yeah, he, yeah, sorry. Do you know he sold his channel, apparently, Matt Pat? Uh, so hopefully he's oh. gonna, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Ooh, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, now this is this is news I didn't hear, I haven't heard, and I'm gutted to hear. I really hope this is not true. Bobby Kotick will remain at Activision if the deal is accepted. Ooh, well, yeah. Can we get rid of Bobby Kotick? Bloody hell! Like I haven't heard the story. This is news to me, so uh, enlighten me, Alice. Yeah. Sorry, uh, enlighten you. Like, yeah, let me know because I, I I haven't read this article, so you'll have to let me know. Yeah. I got a large picture of a Bobby Cook tick on this whole thing. <laughs> anyway, so apparently, when the deal comes in, into this whole deal, once the Microsoft goes through it, 
Bobby Kotick is to be uh, remain in, so therefore it's just like it's not going to help really, because Activision That's Blizzard has already had a string of controversies and talks about like yeah. how the work workers have been like not not feeling great and have to go through this thing. So therefore, it's just like uh, sorry, I, I'm just like dribbling a bit, but the the thing is. It's yeah. still going on. Microsoft is trying to get for the deal, and there's a lot of opposition from the EU, UK, and even Sony. And I think it's yeah. just a huge Mickey Mouse thing when Microsoft should have just like bought Artificial already, which, however, seems to have to change a little bit from last week. But at the moment, 58% of the readers should ask for the Artificial Blizzard deal to go through. So... But anyway, it's... I it to be done so we can get free games on Game Pass. That's literally all I want. <laughs> like, yeah, can we get, get this done? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, Bobby Kotick. Why are you keeping Bobby Kotick? I thought we were going to get rid of that guy. He's scum, from what we, from what I can tell. Allegedly, he's scum. <laughs> I want to say allegedly. Allegedly! Um, yeah, uh, well, so... Next up is the Evil Within free teased in Hi-Fi Rush. I think I saw this. Basically, they, they teased in the game that it says new horror game sequel re- released or something like that inside Hi-Fi Rush, right? Is that, is that yeah. the tease? Yeah. I saw this the other day on the news. I didn't. I haven't read this article, but interesting that they, like, they're teasing possibly Evil Within free. Or it could be a sequel. It could be Ghostwire Tokyo 2. They said sequel to horror game. They didn't say sequel to Evil Within, and they could, or they could even be talking about Evil Within two because that's a sequel to Evil Within one. So, <laughs> well, yeah. But anyway, what happened is one of the cutscenes from one of the last levels. It seems to have a, as you can see in the screenshot, there's a hint that talks about yeah. the sequel to the survival horror game, and it could suggest that, yeah. as you said, Ghostwire Tokyo sequel or it coming to Xbox, or it could well be Evil Within 3. So that's something yeah. we have, we might be able to find out. But it's definitely tease. Anyway, basically, it's filled with a lot of references, and there's and one the editor is thinking about, like, it has Space Channel 5, and I thought, oh, um, okay. But then one of my favourites is that, you know this jazz scene where everyone's clicks in the... Couch? I don't know how you find out, but you definitely find out when you play High yeah. High Wash. There's people clicking, and there's like 808, like, dancing to the tune. And someone yeah. bought up about Twin Peaks, so I managed to find out on Paramount yeah. Plus, and I checked it out, so, so I've been watching it, and I thought, yeah, it's cool. And then there's this dream sequence where it's about someone who just, like, uh, dances to the beat and gives you clues in the dream, so... That's a really, really one of the best references in the game. So I just check like, burn suit. Yeah, check burn suit. That is from the Simpsons. <laughs> when they, when they do, when they do, check burn suit. What? What? Check burn suit. Oh, okay. Is <laughs> <laughs> when they do, they, they do it in the Simpsons. I'll check burn suit. <laughs> when the Simpsons do uh, Twin Peaks, oh, I love Twin Peaks. It's such a it's such a random show. It's just like it was like the lost of its time. It was just nothing made any sense, and they were just using it to like, 
yeah, everyone had all these theories that they all turned out to be like completely like not not true. Uh, okay, next article is Xbox Game Pass. I I saw about this. I thought we could do a rant video about this because I I wanted to rant. I I've just ranted to ranted to someone online about this. Like, Ooh, you damn kids! They're like they say after twelve months, game sales decrease. It's like, well, no shit. Like literally, like of course it does. And of course, of course it does after twelve months. Um, it, yeah, like people like saying the Xbox said that it might affect game sales. That well, obviously, they didn't say like how much or anything. It's not going to affect it. Like, and there's also other articles where Phil Spencer said stuff like game sales increase because the people like for. Sorry, I ranted. I think it was like an article for 2018. I'm paraphrasing, but Phil Spencer, said, Phil Spencer was asked if if Forza Horizon Four is on Game Pass, why would people buy it? He goes, "Well, people still buy it, and people people switch between the, the subscription and buying it, and also the people who have the subscription encourage their friends to buy it as well. So it does help increase sales and increase increase exposure." Um, yeah, I, I think a lot of people have got this article and they've misread it and they've twisted it and it's uh yeah. Mm. So um it's annoying. Now, you <laughs> I about, to explain to people. It mentions a CMA and I'm wondering why is this name familiar, do you know? CMA? Yeah. Is that isn't that the British uh the people yes. who try to block it? I think it's actually them like trying to bring this fact up and just like trying to find excuses for them to not buy the deal. So I think we could do the rant video about it, but but yeah, that. as yeah, the fact is, <laughs> CMA claims that Game Pass you get fewer sales, but I think the thing is that whenever it comes to the games being placed on Game Pass, anyone can like get it uh, for a subscription service than paying the yeah. full price for it. So it's just why yeah. it will be considered weird if you somehow say, I love those games, I want it on the Game Pass. But if you say things like, yeah. you should get it on the Xbox or PlayStation, then that's fine, because it seems as if you're not expecting it to be on the subscription service. It'll yeah. be up to the developer to decide to put it on the Game Pass or not. But I feel the Game Pass is what gets more people interested to try the game. Didn't you agree? Yeah. Oh, totally. It's exposure. It helps with exposure. I had this argument with someone online on Twitter yesterday. He was like going, uh, you should want to buy your games for $70 because that means it's going to be better quality. All right. Have you seen Forspoken? That was $70. And that was a top part of trash. And it was like, and then like they go, oh, because of Game Pass, game quality's gone down. It's like, Hedgehog was a 10 out of 10. Hi-Fi Rush was like in the high 80s. Grounded was in the high 80s. Flight Simulator was 10 out of 10. Psychonauts was high 80s, high 90s game of the year material. Halo was good, but it, it lacked... But it's just like, lots of games have come... Like, Xbox has funded games on Game Pass, and they has released they have released good games. Yeah, the PlayStation people keep saying, oh, Game Pass is going to make quality of games rubbish. And they're still saying that, even though we've got active proof that that's not the case. Like, you could just look at the... Like, there's been like a massive, massive load of games that have come out that have been critically acclaimed, and they wouldn't have come out if it wasn't for Game Pass. Like I, I said, Hi-Fi Rush is probably my game of the year at the moment, and that came out only because of Game Pass, really. Like that, like if it weren't for Game Pass, it probably wouldn't have been dro- shadow dropped. They might not even made the game. So you know, 
I, 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 it bugs me. It annoys me that people keep saying that it lowers the quality of games because it doesn't. Clearly, it doesn't. If you look at the games that have come out on Game Pass, a Forza Horizon Five. How do I forget that? That won IGN's Game of the Year last year, and you're saying that the quality's gone that all the year before, not last year, 2021. And you're saying the quality of games are going down. That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't if, make any sense I whatsoever. Add, um, the seventy pounds is due to inflation. And you definitely get games that are worth £70 or dollars on Game Pass. And that argument suggests as if it only has cheaper games on Game Pass when obviously it's taking the likes of Forza and even like has games that's exclusive to PlayStation 5, like Deathloop, and you you can get on Game Pass. So I just feel this is Uh, nothing more than like saying, uh, like trying to, defend that uh, $70 games are fine, are better, and that's like saying no. uh, PlayStation 5 games are great because they're better quality, and that's where you mostly okay. buy $70 uh, games on it as a main thing, when it's already having the PlayStation Plus subscription service going on over there as well. So I just feel it's yeah. just like trying to make make up excuses as to why PlayStation 5 is better than the Xbox Series X or S. I think there's a... People are just... People are trying to justify the fact that they're paying 70 quid for games. As I said, I'm paying for higher quality games. I'm like, you're not, though. You're paying for sad dad walking simulated games for $70 a piece. Like, I'm sorry. I, like, I, like, one of my favourite games of last year was Vampire Survivors, and that was three quid. And that game's amazing, and it's better than pretty much anything that's on PS5. I, I don't like, you know, Grounded's amazing. And it's, and it, like Hi-Fi Rush is thirty quid, and it's on Game Pass, and it's amazing. I, I don't understand the logic. Like, and also people like they say to cannibalize the sales, but people still buy these games. Hi-Fi Rush was the highest selling game on Steam the week it came out, so people are still paying for these games. So it's like people are buying and have people have the subscription. People buy games. People swap between the two. People double dip, you know. Um, like you know, like some people buy it and have the subscription. You know, it's it's um, it still makes money. Sorry to interrupt, but um, I know you believe that this is a really bad thing, and you feel this is a bit ridiculous. But to me, <laughs> I tend to be the one who actually like Ooh. try to gain the understanding there. But to be honest, seventy dollars is way too much for my budget and I'm totally used to fully crit games. So now, if you allow me to explain that uh, when we were talking about Metroid Prime, someone brought up say that Metroid Prime uh, just wait for it to go on the sale but someone brought up the argument and somehow what I agree is that um, on the eShop it's, it's for like £35 and it's £40 when you get it on physical. Ironically especially it's a remaster one, 20 years ago, you can get it on a Nintendo GameCube for 40 quid. So literally, yeah. like uh, 20 years ago, you can buy any game, and that is something I'm used to, and that is 40 pounds. Now these days, yeah. you pay I mean, games I- for 30 pounds extra, and at the same time, like about 25 years ago, you'll be paying for the deluxe edition. 
So I think there's yeah. a lot of irony. And there'll be some people like say, £70 is fine for the game because you're expecting so much from the game that you would expect $70 to justify its quality. But then the real problem is that this justifies the that this price is due to the inflation, and yet people are using it just to yeah. say uh, that it's got more quality due to the technology advances, and now the games require more work just to make sure it's like hits the few players' expectations, and yet they yeah. seem to normalize about seventy dollars for a game when twenty years ago it's like forty quid. Would you believe yeah, that? Exactly. No, exactly. I, I like when I was like, you go in my uh, my uh, my office, in my in my house is full of Xbox 360 games. I would buy a load of Xbox 360 games day one, 40, 50 quid each. For, uh, and then and now like now games are seventy quid. I'm like, I always go. Well, I won't. I won't buy it now. I'll wait until it go down in price. And I don't buy as many games as I used to because of the price. Like, and the PS5 are talking about how great all their games are. They're all seventy quid. I'm like. Spider-Man 2 is probably the next one I'm going to buy. I'm not buying anything else for 70 quid on that console. Um, like Tears of the Kingdom is probably Nintendo, even though I got that cheap because I got the voucher system. That's the next game I'm going to be buying on Nintendo. Uh, I feel like putting the price up, yeah, you're going to buy, get people still buying the games for 70 quid, but they're going to buy less games. As I said, I used to buy about 12 games a year, 15 games a year. Now I just have Game Pass and I buy one or two games a year of 70 quid if i want them and they basically they have to be in my head they have to be almost like game of the year contenders for me 70 quid i wouldn't pay 70 pound for something like a forespoken or something that like is untested or or no you know i would rather uh, you know if i'm going to pay 70 quid it's got to be a game that i think is going to be worth every penny and it's very rare that i have those type of games anymore uh, I I stick to Game Pass. Thank you very much. I, I think Game Pass is a fantastic offer. And I, I don't get people who are like going, "Oh, Game Pass is bad." It's like you're the customer. You're saving money because of Game Pass. If it weren't for Game Pass, I would be struggling now. I like I'm struggling yes. financially. Game Pass is keeping me in the loop, keeping me gaming, and keeping me happy, and keeping me busy. It's a fantastic service. And anyone slagging Game Pass off is just a moron because they're like, I'm sorry, you're it's such a good deal. It doesn't make sense why you'd be against it. It's good for the customer. And it, oh, it's bad for developers. No, it's not. Xbox are funding these developers. It's good for the developers, it's good for the gamers, it's good for everyone. Like I don't understand why you'd be against so against it. Only downside of Game Pass is that you don't get to keep the games. But like, do you ever go back and play those games from like 20 years ago? Like, come on, be, be honest. It's like, oh, I own, I own bloody, uh, uh, was, uh, I'm trying to think of a really obscure game on Xbox 360. Doesn't uh, matter. <laughs> well, since you brought this up about games leaving the I service. have Knack on PS, I have Knack on PS4. Do you think I'm going to go back and play on my uh, Knack on PS4? So that's what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> that's what I was going to say, Knack. Come on now. <laughs> uh, well, oh, yeah, we definitely had Knack about 10 years ago. And there's also like, yeah, but it's definitely 10 years ago since we got Xbox One and PS4. But on the subject of this, um, the other news is that the couple of games are leaving Game Pass again. And this time, unfortunately, is that, uh, yeah, I can see Knack. Uh, but yeah, there's Madden 21, there's Crown Trick, and 
Dragon Ball Fighter Z, as well as Alien Isolation and Lightning Returns yeah. and Octopath Traveler. So that's a bunch that's of games true. that is leaving Game Pass on the 28th of February. So it's pretty sad about it. Get up, it. that people. Yeah, Octopath Traveler is going to be a sad one because Octopath Traveler 2 is coming out soon. So, like, yes. if you want to if you want to get through that game before the new one comes out, you've only got a week. Good luck. Or oh, two weeks. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a big game, Octopath Traveler. But uh, uh, I think there's someone mentioned, too, that the games like Atomic Heart and a few others are joining Game Pass uh, soon. So at least there's something yeah. to make up for it. But I got an alienization on PlayStation 4. I saw my PS4. And so therefore, I'm not able to play the game right now. So I was thinking like, oh, yeah. I could get it on Xbox, except uh, I just have to wait for the sale because it's going to be off Game Pass. But you know, the one of the yeah. people who studied at University of Games uh, Newport, um, she ended yeah. up working for like different companies like Media Monocle and has worked on Alien yeah. Isolation. Which is actually uh, possibly her best project. So, Alien Isolation cool. is worth a try out. It's a kind of sucks that sure. it's going to be leaving from Game Pass soon. But it's also like the Dragon Ball Fighter C, which is actually great. It's by Arc, but yeah. you definitely get a couple of more Arc games coming to Game Pass soon. And yeah. also, I mentioned that Octopath Traveler, as well as like. Um, I don't know about Final Fantasy Thirteen Lightning Returns to you, but I think if you've ever been catching up on Fantasy Final Fantasy Thirteen and you caught up, then it's pretty good for you to like catch up. Yeah. So yeah, it's all good. Yeah. So there's a lot of games leaving, but obviously there are games coming to Game Pass as well. So we gotta keep an eye on that. Obviously, try and keep you up to date when the when this announcements of new games coming out. Uh, since our final news story of the week, Minecraft, get an update. Um, do you want to go into details? Yes. Uh, uh, basically, in Minecraft, which is in 1.20, which is coming soon, there's a new thing called the Cherry Blossom Biomes, which is where that, um, where basically... If you go to the biome and you discover some like pink leaves, these are cherry blossom leaves and they attract like um, sheep, pigs, and even bees over. And if you were to like chop some wood there, you get like special planks to make some pink wood. And to be honest, I was daydreaming cool. and I was thinking like, oh, how cool is it to have cherry blossom wood and all those different wood types? I thought, oh, that will yeah. expand the world. And I thought, yeah, that's cool. I did wonder whether there's going to be pink planks or not. But, but then yeah. it's revealed that it's just a box standard grassland biome that's got cherry blossom trees in. And you get the pink yeah. uh, wood. So at least you don't have to worry about getting mods for it because you can just like get uh, pink planks in an official release. So that's uh, really cool. I like cherry. I mean, cherry blossoms are like that's the thing. Like in in Japan, like that's a big thing in Japan, isn't it? The cherry blossoms they only bloom for like a week in Japan. So literally, you have people traveling over to Japan just to see the cherry blossoms. 
uh, and getting married at that time. So oh, this is like a big thing over there. So uh, that reminds that's cool. Me of, I've always liked Jerry Bottles. I think they're rad. Uh, that reminds me of like Animal Crossing New Horizons because there were like Crossing, yeah. cherry <laughs> blossoms and it only happens for like one or two weeks. And this is the only way you can get like yeah. so special bells to like get uh, special items. That's cool. And it just certainly right. like sets it off on spring. But it's something that only occurs in like April. So, but yeah, nice to know that Minecraft has announced it. But I just hope it's not an April yeah. Fool's thing because otherwise I would not be very happy fun. about it because this is definitely like really good. When I first saw it, I was like so amazed. And I just love to like get something in the game and have like pink planks. And it's quite similar to the, was it the birch? Red type, only this hue is set to like pink. And I think it does look very, yeah. very nice. So if it ever comes out, then I might probably do a new world and be on a search for it, but then set it up so we can have like a pink house. So it's quite nice. But anyway, nice. Minecraft 1.20 is coming. It's got camels, the bamboo trees, and it's revealed that there's going to be arcology, um, parts which has been teased Ooh. for caves and cliffs but now it's making a return so now we're just going to wait for like minecraft 1.20 to arrive but all we know is it will it's promised to be coming out this year so hopefully it'll arrive uh just before autumn or even christmas so i think this is really exciting and i think this update gets so. better and better with each uh, snapshot release because right now you can play it as a snapshot, which I don't know if you can get it on Xbox, but you can definitely get it on PC. So, yeah, just yeah, look into that for sure. Yeah, that's rad. So, are we going to move on to our topic of the show? Yes, and it's shadow drops. Topic of the show: shadow drops and how awesome they are, and how much I love shadow drops. Uh, in the Xbox Developer Direct, we had Hi-Fi Rush drop on the, the night of the show. And then in the Nintendo Direct last week, we had Metroid Prime Remastered, uh, uh, Game Boy Color, and Game, Bo or Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games coming to Nintendo Switch Online. So that yeah, really cool. I love so that bit, bit of news games. because <laughs> basically it runs the same way if you've got a Nintendo Switch Online, and that gives you access to Game Boy games. But if you want yeah. to play Game Boy Advance games, you have to like get expansion pack, but you're but you only get like eight games, including the Super Mario games, the Kuro Kuro That's a good one. But if you were expecting things yeah. like Metroid Fusion or F-Zero Maximum Philosophy, they will be coming to the service eventually. But Warrior so, yeah. Land 4 it hasn't been planned to be released there. And I think it would be great because yeah, at the moment, people are playing Pizza Pat Tower on PC. And it's like, wow, it's good. But you can only get it on Windows through Steam. But when the people yeah. like get to play this game, they were like, "Oh, I wonder what Warrior Land Four is like." So hopefully, we'll back in Nintendo good to bring Warrior out Land Warrior Land Four to the server. So that would be good. So. But at the moment, I only got like Game Boy games, and it includes like Tetris. It's got uh, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. Also includes the Game Boy Color yep. edition. That's cool, and. I think you also got Super Mario Land, and I was kind of trying to think of something. Thing. Does it have Wave Race or some sort? I don't know. It's 
Probably me. No, I can't remember. I can't remember what games are on it. I, I should have written it down. Sorry. Um, <laughs> That's yeah, Oracle, Oracle of Seasons and that is coming as well at some point. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to playing Metroid uh, Fusion on on the NSO as well. It's gonna be really fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I love Shadow Drops. I mean, this is I hope this will be the, the, the do more often. People, there's a lot of people thinking that we might get a Shadow Drop of uh, Starfield. I doubt that very much, but man, wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> Just randomly one day they go, and Starfield is out right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Imagine the- oh my gosh. Uh, you can definitely get Warrior Inc. Mega Mega Micro Games on the oh, Game yeah. Boy fans. So if, if you yeah, get an sure. expansion pack, I recommend you play that because that's a huge riot. And I love that game. It's, a, sh- it's Mar- a good game. Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga is actually like a cult classic. I didn't get to play it, so if I were to get that, that's fine. But you get, like, Legend of Zelda, the Minish cap. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I'm just trying to find an article there, but uh, the gaming games you get, uh, part of the ones I mentioned, you get Gargoyles, Crest, Game of Watch Guarantee 3, Metroid 2, I recommend playing that game, or you can get the 3DS yeah. remaster before it uh, before Samus the eShop yeah. gets online on March. But there's also Warrior yeah. and Free and Kirby's Dreamland. Ooh, there's a lot of good choices on there. So Game Boy Games, uh, awesome. Game Boy Advance Games, awesome. Metro Prime, amazing. 10 out of 10. Is this, of going to, is this going to encourage you to get a Switch OLED for the maximum effect? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, probably not, because... Uh, we can't be far off of Switch 2 or Switch Pro at this point. So I, I can't it, imagine it's going to be much longer. It could be Shadow Dropped, just like with the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that's right, because <laughs> it was announced on like Shadow February Drop. 2017. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's actually coming. So once it's been announced, like you'll play with those controllers. Of, oh, my gosh, it's actually coming out in March. And it's like, oh, cool. It's even got like Zelda. It's got... A few other games with it, and I thought, "Wow, this is great!" So I just easily went for it, and that's what I still got. But after five years of owning it, I think I may decide to get an OLED model, depending on the circumstances. But I'll try have to see because the Switch, uh, at the moment, is just like I can record videos from it, but I only have one dock at a time. But I should be getting like two docks, so therefore, there's one. There's an additional dock you can definitely buy from the Nintendo shop. So just going to sort this out. But yeah, I'm just going off the rails a bit. But Switch OLED is something that you would recommend. So anyway. I, mean, I think it's pretty cool, the Switch OLED. If you don't own a Switch, it's worth getting. For me, I mainly play my Switch docked. I rarely play it handheld. So I don't see the point of getting... The OLED, OLED's only really effective if you're a person who plays it portable a lot. I, I don't play it portable that often. I've been mixing between handheld and the TV, so I think OLED might be a yeah. bigger benefit to me. But apart from that, it's yeah. just like... Uh, I just think once that Xbox Game Pass comes over to Switch, yeah, that's going to... I hope so. That's going to be huge. Shadow drop it. Now, for <laughs> shadow drop. Uh, I mean, so, so I mean, our, our whole topic is about shadow dropping. What do you think might be the next game when we get shadow dropped? Do you mean like a something huge shadow drop? 
I said people are rumoring, thinking that we might get Starfield as a shadow drop, which I think is a bit mad. I don't but that's been that announced. So what's... No. I mean, like... I mean, like they literally go, "Here's a, it's a Starfield direct," and then he goes, "It's later," and then at the end of the direct, going, "It is out now," and then literally thousands of people, millions of people, trying to download an uh, 80 gig file from Xbox and completely crash their servers. I mean, that's the- <laughs> yeah, it's something that's similar to what happened with Halo Infinite multiplayer. But I think in the that's context true. of that Shadow Drop, it is definitely something we are not expecting. Like. Well, things like Starfield and, of course, uh, like Halo Infinite. Like, for example, if there's a PlayStation game and then it turns out it's been shadow dropped, well, it's not a sh- yeah. shadow drop. The context of shadow drop is something you are not expecting. And even though we yeah. do have a rumor of the Metroid Prime trilogy coming out on Nintendo Switch, we do have Metroid Prime 1 remastered yeah. being shadow dropped. And that still counts because it hasn't been yeah. announced before. So I think. The question is yeah. that which is which game are you ex- most likely to expect? Which is something that has not been announced before. So Starfield, it does not count. Okay, so not Starfield. So any game, that, so maybe like a Killer Instinct two. That'd be interesting if it, oh, if yes. we announced Killer Instinct two. That sounds like a good Shadow Drop game, or like Xbox Kart, Halo Kart, <laughs> Xbox uh, Smash Brothers. That would be sick. Yeah. In yeah, fact, you've got like Chai, would... Blinks, Master Chief, and even a lot of soft yeah. killer instant characters. Because like about 20 Blinks years ago in the place. Xbox saga, so it's just like you get things like uh I don't remember this like retro fighting game, but there's like Fusion Frenzy and all those other franchises. Like I don't know if you remember like Kung Fu Chaos, which is like yeah. I think it's made so. it was done by Ninja Fairy behind Hellblade, back then under the different name, it's just basically a a brawler that's like Power Stone, and you just do things and you get extra stars. Ooh. So I think I might show that, that on screen. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something that could happen. What about what about Compulsion's game? So Compulsion, the people who made uh, We Happy Few, they've been working on something for the last three or four years. We don't know what it is. Maybe that could get shadow drops, whatever that is. That would be interesting. Like like high fi rush all over again. Like we don't know what they're actually working on, and suddenly out of nowhere it's dropped. So I think obviously what's going. I think there's an obvious shadow drop that's that is obviously going to be coming out in March, and that's um, Ghostwire Tokyo. We know that's coming. We know that's coming in Xbox at some point, and when it comes out, it'll probably be out day of. So that's probably going to be something they're going to announce. They're going to go, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo is out today or out tomorrow. Uh, I know it's already out on PlayStation, but it'll probably be shadow dropped on the Xbox. It'll be announced the day of. Basically, as soon as the uh, PlayStation got a year of exclusivity, a year of uh, publishing, right? So Xbox can't talk about it for a year. So as soon as the year is up, they're going to go, right, now it's available or it'll be available next week. Like, basically, like, as soon as as soon as the contract is done, Xbox will talk about it and release it within like a week. So we know that's going to happen at the end of March. So that's kind of a shadow drop, even though we kind of know about it. Yeah, it's not a massive surprise, but it probably will be a shadow drop. I think goes by uh, Tokyo. I think there's some really interesting predictions there, and I would definitely take Xbox Car or Smash Brothers as definite answers for it. 
But hey, look up. <laughs> but then, if you were to ask me, I think the really good shadow drops would be Xbox Game Pass for either mobile or actually for the Nintendo stuff. And I think with those things is that I think um, once the Activision Blizzard deal, I think it's more likely they would shadow drop that because they got King games as well, which they're doing this. The whole point of this deal is to get more mobile games. So therefore, that once they get the deal through, they'll probably shadow drop Xbox Game Pass for like mobile. That's that's a good point. Also, yeah, you make a good point. Once the Xbox Activision deal is done, if it does get done, uh, we'll probably have uh, and these games are available right now. They'll probably announce the day of the acquisition going through. They'll probably be like all the Diablo games, all the Call of Duty games, all the like all the like what you know everything that's available on Activision and will and uh, Blizzards and all that will probably go straight to Game Pass day of. But the reason uh, I mentioned yeah, about mobile games is because, uh, well, mobile games is the whole point of the deal, and it hasn't been talked enough uh, compared to a lot of these ramblings about Call of Duty. So, no, so I think Sorry. it just makes mobile game uh, Xbox Game Pass to be a bigger deal. But then again, you already got like Apple oh, yeah. Arcade to compete with, so that's one thing. But the other Candy possible... Crush coming to Game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing about the Shadow Drops is we could see Head of Battle Royale because that hasn't been announced yet. Ooh, that's good. That's a good call. Because that's something that they've been teased that people have been rumoring for a while. Halo Battle Royale. That's a good one. That's a but, good one. Yeah, I could see but, that trying to drop in. But the question is, it's just like um like it's now rumored to be an unwell engine so it's just a question that when they announce yeah. it is this something that's going to be delayed or is this something that will be released soon we don't know soon we will see but that'll be interesting that'll be interesting like e3 like they, they do their like their, their press conference in june and they go uh and at the end of the show halo multiplayer like whatever it's called halo drop or like I don't know what they want to call it, Halo Battle Royale, uh, will be available right now or for after this direct, after this presentation. Yeah, I can see that happening. That's a good one. That's but the only problem call. is that if it's going to release too soon, it's just likely to alienate people who's been getting cosmetics on uh, Halo Infinite because I don't know how they would transfer their content over mm. to Battle Royale. Otherwise, it's just like having two games with different... Uh, monetization systems and i think that's when it gets more awkward but hopefully yeah. we don't have to deal with it especially that um new hello games is going to be made in unreal engine but i also hope yeah. that the unreal engine will be used for like the next version of halo infinite and i think this is yeah. really good the only problem is is to do with the, all the systems in place because it's already been used for the sips yeah. expansion and i saw that in it Enders of it, it's like it's just more like into a more bespoke oh, structure. Whereas um, Unreal Engine is just works within the Unreal Engine's infrastructure. So I think this is this is probably the most one of the most difficult processes to do is just trying to deal with the compatibility with the stuff that's in the Halo uh, Infinite and transfer it over to Unreal Engine. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, it is a pain, though. I don't know how it's going to be. A, 
And they've only just got Forge working, so now they're going to move it over to another to another to another, another engine. That's going to be really tricky. I don't know, really. Uh, yeah, I don't really know what to say about that. I mean, I'm hoping that the Battle Royale's going to be good. We don't know why anything about it, really. It's, we're just going to wait and see, I suppose. Absolutely. It's conjecture at the moment. Uh, but yeah, I think that those would be. The, I think those games are likely to be shadow dropped. Uh, as I said, Ghostwire Tokyo, Activision games when the game press deal's done, Bat- Halo Battle Royale, maybe the Compulsions game they're working on. Uh, maybe if someone's making a small game that we haven't heard of, maybe we'll, that'll get shadow dropped. I don't know. Uh, like if there's another Pentiment or uh, Grounded out there that we haven't heard of, maybe that'll be dropped. Who knows? It'll be interesting, though. I'm really intrigued to see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's really excited for the future of Xbox for sure. Yeah, I think we already like sorted that out. So, yeah, it's just uh, something we can hope to. Well, I don't know because I don't know because it's only like the shadow drops we're thinking about it because we're talking about Hi Fi Wash and Metroid Prime. But it's just only a question whether we see more shadow drops. So, would you reckon we may have more shadow drops along the year? I hope so. I really hope so because I really enjoy the Shadow Drops we've had. Uh, as I said, Metro Prime and Hi-Fi Rush are two of my favorite games of this year, and they're probably my game of the year contenders. And they're both Shadow Drops, so I thought they were both fantastic. And I think you get like a nice burst of like excitement straight away. Like you know, it's like you get a load of excitement about a game for like a week. You know, it's it's sort of build. You know, there's some games that you get hype for months and months and months and months, and you, then you get the game, and it's like the hype's gone you know i feel like sometimes it's good to get a shadow a shadow drop i think um yeah i i, I like i like shadow drops i'm looking forward to more if they do more Fingers and crossed. just what if sony decides to shadow drop their games what would you feel about it yeah just copy it follow the trend sony <laughs> <laughs> spider-man 2 is available right now but oh my god and then uh, you sold your playstation 5 right yeah, I haven't sold my PS5, but I, I, yeah, that's the, that's literally the only game I have a PS5 for now is for Spider-Man 2. Uh, I, I think another out. use for the PlayStation 5 is to sell it so you can buy yourself a new laptop because well, yours is broken like a donkey. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Get myself a Steam Deck. <laughs> oh, Steam Deck? Oh, come on. Yeah. Laptop first, please. Please. It's the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> play games on it well are you supposed to do your uh like reacts and everything with the steam deck huh i don't know i'm trying i'll figure it out <laughs> <Can> you imagine <laughs> hi ladies and gentlemen this is potato chief using steam deck and we're gonna watch yeah. wrestling reactions through steam deck's uh, tiny screen uh anyway That'd the question amazing. is are you hoping to go for a high tier Steam Deck, which is like 512 gigabytes. I was going to go for the middle tier. Uh, oh, right. I, I had it ordered and I cancelled it because I couldn't afford it. I was kind so of thinking like uh, a top tier because I think that anti-glare screen is going to yeah. be useful. But I don't know. Maybe I would get it in yeah, March fair. or probably get it for my birthday Worth because game. the more I think about it, the more likely I would get it. And I think there's already some good games you can get on Steam, like Pizza Tower. But this one is like Linux, yeah. so therefore mm. it's not going to work with all the games that is released for Windows. 
we've been coming off topic a little bit, but they, I, I, what I want to try, I want to try and get like um, they have they're all really expensive at the moment. So there's the video. Uh, the video just released one as well, and so did uh, um, I can't remember what they're called now. But I like I like hand I like the streaming handhelds. I think they're a cool idea, but I, they're all like four hundred quid. So I'm not paying for four hundred quid for a streaming handheld. I mean, if they made one for like a hundred quid, or if they got streaming working on the Switch, I'd be so happy. I'd like to be able to stream my Xbox games. I think that'd be rad on, on like a on a little portable device. But I wouldn't pay four hundred quid for it. They just showed one off. Um, I think it was Razer, mm. and it's like yeah, the Razer Kishi built in, and it is like a, a, basically like a tablet attached to it, and that was four hundred quid as well. I'm like, it's four hundred quid's cool, but it's way too expensive for for a hand. As we see, basically, I'm just like, just give me a like something with a basic screen and then like Xbox controls on the side, and I'll be happy. That's all I want. Like streaming, streaming hand, the console, I'll be sick. Well, be handheld. I think the closest we price. ever going to get to it, because uh, in the top of the Xbox, we got um, yeah. we got with the I think it's the Logitech um, thing, which is that's it, Logitech. That's the one. The Logitech one there, four hundred quid for that. <sighs> it looks cool, but I wouldn't pay four hundred quid for it. If it was like if it was cheaper, I'd probably buy it, but I'm not paying four hundred. That's insane. And also, unless you stream only, so. If you were looking yeah. at the game and you can play games offline, then you may find Switch OLED to be a bigger deal. But this one, you need to find oh, Wi-Fi everywhere. Actually, the good question is that yeah. does it have like a mobile thing? I don't know. You can play Android games on it, but like whatever. Why would I do that? Maybe you'll probably play Vampire Survivors on it. <laughs> That'd be it. That'd be the only Android game I play. I can't tell if it's yeah, got a uh, mobile thing, but if you know it's got like Mobile connectivity. Let us know. Oh no, it doesn't. Oh no, doesn't. that's even worse. It the one that the Razer just announced has built-in one, but it's, it's like as I said, it's like four hundred quid. So it's like, oof, no thanks. No, thank you. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a bit much. Wait, I wait until they. I mean, the idea is there, and the people are making those type of consoles. So I'm hoping that there'll be one like a hundred quid within the next four or five years, and I'll totally buy one then. But they're like, when they're cheap, I'll buy one. <laughs> For yeah. sure. Anyway, so... Uh, Xbox handheld. Make it happen, Xbox. I agree. Series P. Series portable. <laughs> that could be a shadow drop. That could be a shadow drop. Everything should shadow drop. Shadow drop everything from now on. Like, Starfield is out today. Let's just do it. <laughs> well, I think it just saves their marketing money, so that's a benefit for exactly. developers. Anyway, um, for sure, I think we should wrap this up because we're pretty much like talk yep. so much about the news, and there isn't so much about yep. trailer drops rather than some pure speculation. What do you think? Oh yeah, yeah, I think we should wrap the episode up. So thank you guys for watching. Um, we're we're going to do our two minute silence now at the end. Yes, yes. Uh, so we'll do that. So um, thank you guys for watching. If you please stick around for the two minutes silence, we appreciate it. If not, thank you guys for watching anyway. Uh, if you're a new subscriber, thank you for staying tuned. Uh, if you if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. We really appreciate it. Thank you for watching. And until next time, too sweet. And now it's time for our two minute silence. I believe. If you want to introduce it, or, or, um, or just yeah, just begin.
Anyway, thank you for everyone for staying with us. And if you uh, took part of the silence, then thank you ever so much for your respects. So, um, all I can say is look after yourselves and look after yourself well. And hopefully, if you enjoy listening to this episode, which is very long because we've got lots of news, news pieces in. Uh, so, yep. uh, thank you for watching and, and thank you for your continued support. So, and we'll see you soon. So, take care. Thank you very much. Bye, guys. Bye. Yeah, I didn't hear any screams, but okay. Oh, you didn't know. <laughs> That's probably on Discord, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no! So if you were screaming in pain, uh, if you needed help, I wouldn't be able to hear you. That's that's scary. Thank you for listening to the X Marks the Box podcast. Follow us at X Marks Box on Twitter or X Marks the Box on YouTube. And follow us on all audio podcast services. Thanks for listening.